And guess who's here? Me. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Finally. Allie's back in, in the flesh. For no you guys, one. it's no different. But for us, it's way different. Yeah. <laughs> We're very excited about it. I'm in the new podcast space for the first time. It's very cute. I like it. Yeah, it's got a little pink chairs. Somebody said that they recognize a lot of the furniture from Ikea. That makes sense. It's a very, I, I feel like you would see this room walking through Ikea. Yeah. It's a very Ikea-themed room. I kind of want to give it like a little makeover. I feel like it needs a little bit. It does need something. A little bit of pizzazz. But what? Are we allowed to do it that? It needs art, like it on the walls. It's all white walls. I um, have a bunch of art I'm not using right now I could bring. I don't know if they'll let us hang it. Well, you know, my partner did a fucking mural here. Oh, you have to see his mural. <laughs> oh, yeah. Show me when you we're done. Yeah, when we're done, I'll show you I that. I saw, bit, like, videos of it, but. It's, it's better in the flesh. I bet. But, yeah. But it, it is a nice room, and I feel like the sound is better in here than, you know, in At the room house. that we normally do it. And, yeah. And we have access to some cool professional equipment. We do. Which, which we'll learn how to new, use next time. We're learning. Mm-hmm. We have um, plans. Have you ever <laughs> used a mixer? I've never used a mixer Literally before. never in my life. There's a lot of knobs and buttons on there. Yeah, I don't know what that's <laughs> about, but we'll figure it out. And uh, there's some professional microphones that we're going to try to figure out. This will be fun. Yeah. We're getting better at this, though. Uh, tell them, tell the listeners about how you noticed an improvement in our podcast. Yeah, so this is our 11th episode. Um, and I was playing my podcast for my dad. He asked me to, I wasn't just like, listen to my podcast, (laughs) but we were on a road trip, like to the airport. So road trip to the airport. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Wait, is the airport that far away from your house? No, there's an airport like 10 minutes from my house, but it's so expensive to fly in and out of that. We just go to the biggest city that's closest, like Columbus, Ohio is where I flew out. I flew into Cincinnati because it was last minute, like everything was expensive, but yeah, I don't know why it's so expensive to fly to Charleston, West Virginia. Nobody wants to go there, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we didn't even, whatever. So two and a half hours away, it's not terrible, but yeah, we definitely listened to a couple episodes with my dad. I made him listen to the AI ones because he's a dad, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I kind of was running out of stuff to show him, and um, I played an episode, it was episode two. Yeah. The cocktail one. (laughs) And, you know, it's cute. Yeah. It's not bad at all. We're cute, whatever. But I could definitely tell a difference between that episode and even, like, episode six, seven, you know? We're improving. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of podcasts I listen to, I started going all the way back to the beginning of their podcast, and you can tell there's a difference, and they also improve, so. Hell yeah. We're, I think that we're getting better at this. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I thought at the time it felt like it was a good podcast, but the other thing is we were getting drunk that one. We were getting drunk, and we edited it it drunk I think (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was about cocktails and we were drinking cocktails yeah this is one problem I think that we should if we drink we can't get too schwasty yeah that's a problem sorry guys if we if we there's been a few times where I'm Um, like 
oh, I sound really drunk. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, and we just don't edit very well when we're drunk. Yeah, because we, think- we usually, guys, our process is we usually edit literally directly after the episode, except for the last two weeks we didn't, we weren't able to do that. But yeah, we usually edit right away. But sometimes we're a little tipsy. And yeah. at the time, yeah. it seems like we're doing yeah. really good work. We're, we're both looking at it at we're the same both, time and, and yeah. listening to it. And we're like, yeah, we both we are like, it. yeah, that sounds good. And we always find like one or two little mistakes. Yeah. So but in any case, we're getting we're going to get better at that. <laughs> we're just blabbing away here. How was your week? Um, you're, you're back. I'm back. So my obviously my highlight is coming back, although it was a annoying trip home because of the delays there was a lot of thunderstorms around the but, weather out here have, has been crazy too yeah and i had to fly out of ohio which it was storming on the way there and then vegas was there's some wonky stuff going on in vegas and i wasn't sure i was gonna get home but i made it home and uh i'm just happy to be back that's good yeah yeah, I was with your kitty cat the whole time. Yes, um, <laughs> she pooped on your floor the last night. The last night, but it's our it's our own fault because she's she's a flinger in the in the litter box situation, mm-hmm. and she we just hadn't been vacuuming around the litter box, and it got so bad that the entire room had like a little bit of litter. That's like, crazy. Around I, it, I keep her litter box in this enclosed um, cabinet area. It's like one of those like surprise litter boxes yeah. where you don't know it's a litter box. And she does fling, like, I, there's litter all around it inside of it. But she also gets litter, like, in front of it. And it's not that bad, though, because, you know, Yeah, well, she needs door. one of those. Yeah. She needs a door. She definitely, crazy. she definitely, like, I'm glad she has a door because <laughs> she's fucking great. You should have seen it. But anyways, I think, I think that's why she just got confused. And she's like, there's litter over here, so yeah, I'm going like, to poop. This seems like a good place <laughs> to poop. Because her litter box was like not dirty. Yeah. Um, at that point. So. I yeah. Know. I don't know. She Any highlights other than that? I had something that I was going to say. Now I can't remember what it was. Made it home. I made it home. You got a new laptop? Oh, I bought a new laptop. It's refurbished. It's used and refurbished, and it's saving me a lot of money, and it's gold. That's a gold Purdy. Mac, That's and I'm cute. like really excited about that, and it'll be here on Monday. Look at us with our Mac. You're gonna have three MacBooks. Yeah, I have. Well, yeah, I will. Allie's rich. <laughs> I'm <kidding>. rich, <laughs> so don't don't uh, rob me. <laughs> don't rob me. I have three MacBooks. I only have three. <laughs> <laughs> well, two are from your work, so that doesn't count. Well, I'll, I'll tell you my highlight, and maybe you'll think of yours. I started riding my bike again, Yay. and it's been really nice. Yeah. Our mutual friend, Tori, who, if she's listening, hey, girl. Hey, girl. She rides bikes a lot. Yes. And occasionally we'll go for a bike ride. Let's get into it then. Okay. We decided that we're going to talk about, oh, I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to Thank, Thank You, you so, so Much for, thank you so much for body and trauma our body our body and our brain responds to trauma uh equally and in different ways different ways and and it's a it's a whole system you think it's just in your brain well no it's in your body yeah it's in your body too and we're going to talk about some some research on that and some types of therapy we're not experts here guys 
we're and we're just scratching the surface we are not um, experts we just have some trauma we got some trauma and after honestly after kind of researching and studying this stuff i really kind of realized i never felt like it, anything like too crazy traumatic has happened to me in my life yeah but like we'll get into it because i think there's a lot of times it's like a mixture of small things mm-hmm. that you're that you're dealing with that can turn into a PTSD situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, where do we want to start? I have a definition of trauma. Yeah. Well, first of all, we think of trauma and we think of PTSD. And the DSM, I think it, three it was, we're on the DSM five now. Um, you know the DSM, it's the the psychology like handbook. It, it, oh. it uh, has all the diagnoses for all the okay. um, disorders and everything. The DSM three deems it as something that's like a severe, unusual event in your life, trauma. Mm-hmm. But um, some more recent recent research, I think that was back in the seventies. But okay. more research recent research has shown that trauma can be a lot of different things and it's um different for every person like how it affects you and i started thinking about this this guy bessel van der kock md mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name right but bessel he wrote a book van der kock bessel van der kock dr van der kock wrote this book called the body keeps the score and it it's it goes around a lot in social media so some of our listen listeners may have heard about it but he defines trauma as it's not just ptsd it starts as something happening to us but it doesn't stop there it's kind of like living in our body and part of the brain is in survival mode fight or flight or shutdown collapse and it's just stuck there so we're not able to coordinate our feeling and our thinking and we're not able to learn correctly and we have trouble experiencing pleasure and it's also affecting our ho- hormone levels like the main stress hormone cortisol our bodies are holding that yeah well originally like flight or flight is helpful or it used to be more helpful to us back in the day mm-hmm. because it was helping us survive like if we uh were in like a if it thinks you're in, in danger, it'll trigger that fight or flight or fight survival mode mm-hmm. and it can help you survive because yeah. it sharpens your senses and it gets your body ready for action. It releases sugar into your blood to give you more energy. And it's, you know, that's what it's really there for. But now I feel like in this day and age, we still have reasons to fight or flight, obviously, but it it's more damaging to us now because we're not running from a predator or mm-hmm. we have a safe survive. home to live in and, yeah and that's mm-hmm. not true for everyone yeah it's obviously, not true for but, everyone you know just difference between cavemen and today yeah <laughs> like, it's they easier to get food to we did some research on like some of the brain responses to trauma and some of the body responses to trauma so do we want to talk about that you you actually had the good explanations so I'll let you leave on that. Yeah. So what actually happens in your brain, it's the area of the brain that processes your emotion and you get uh, information about the stressor like through your senses. So first the amygdala, which is that area, it interprets if the situation or the information it's getting is something life-threatening or dangerous. If it thinks so, it's going to send a signal to your brain 
um, into like the main command center uh, known as the hypothalamus. Um, and then the nervous system triggers that fight or flight response, giving you energy and resources to respond to the threat. The parasynthetic does the opposite. It allows your body to go into rest and digest mode. So that's what happens when you start to feel calm and safe again. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like brings you back down to reality. Yeah. Uh, so the hippocampus is part of the symphatic system then. Yeah. And then, then the parasympathetic. So the sympathetic system is like what's reacting to the danger. Mm -hmm. If I'm getting that correct. I yeah. think I'm getting that correct. Yeah. And the adrenal glands start pumping adrenaline, causing your heart to beat fast. Your breathing might quicken. Your senses get sharper. Your body releases energy and stuff. But that's kind of what's happening, like brain to body stuff. Mm. And where in the brain it's happening. I have a couple other ones in the brain. The hippocampus, which is located in the back of the brain, that's like the learning cent center of the brain. Mm. Research shows that those living with trauma, that prefrontal cortex is also less active. And this is another symptom of ADHD, have a lower activated prefrontal cortex, which is where your executive functions, like remembering... Like remembering like, certain words because yeah. I forget. Like, yeah, yeah, remembering like yeah. that that kind of working memory that's happening on the spot, mm -hmm. or like being on time for things, or like Christine being able to organize said, your life, like communication. Yeah, remember she said um, the doula Christine in our previous in a previous episode talked a lot about this, which got us interested in it. But she was saying that the frontal the frontal part of your brain, mm -hmm. if you're in fight or flight all the time and you're super stressed out, you're going to argue with your partner more mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not be able to communicate your so you can't, like, your feelings and stuff correctly. So you can't rational. You yeah, can't you rationalize can't rationalize things. stuff. Yeah. And so then that brings us into the nervous sy system. And when the nervous system is constantly in overdrive, when you have trauma, I thought this was interesting. It can shrink your window of tolerance. And I feel like all of this stuff I've also heard as symptoms of ADHD. So I'm like, am I traumatized or do I have ADHD? <laughs> yeah. Because the window of tolerance is the amount of stress you can handle before it comes unmanageable. Ooh. And I can get like overstressed by the littlest things. Mm -hmm. Like the, it, like a small thing can like stress you out. Yeah. Actually, um, I used to, I mean, I still am like that sometimes, but I used to be really bad about like snapping mm -hmm. at people when I was stressed or whatever. But when I went on my anti-anxiety medicine, oh, that helped. it helped. Like I don't get as snappy or that's good. I don't go off like quickly as much anymore. So that was like, so it's, it's probably helping regulate your nervous system. Yeah. So along with the, the, you know, brain responses, we have the physical responses to trauma. So this is kind of, I, I think this is kind of uh, common knowledge, but just some of the th stuff that I was seeing was feeling easily overwhelmed, feeling on edge, muscle tension, chest tightness, trouble sleeping, night nightmares, memory issues, brain fog, trouble focusing, ADHD, anxiety and avoidance, depression, dissociation. Yeah, I read these and I was like, oh, that me? is that me? <laughs> uh, do I need to get rid of some trauma? <laughs> Because, yeah, it's, it's crazy that it's not just in your brain and in your, like, inside of you. It's, like, these things can show themselves outside of this. Like, high blood pressure is another one. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, all this anxiety. And nightmares. I was 
I'm like, that makes sense. Like, I never really thought about it, but that makes sense. Yeah. Like, having nightmares when you're, when you have stored trauma, obviously that would manifest itself. Yeah. So I thought it was, I got a little fun fact. The way stress affects men and women is different. And kind of like some of it's the same, some of, mm-hmm. some of it's different. Chronic stress for men, it can affect the sperm count and Mm. testosterone production so it's you know stress is hormones cortisol is a hormone so it makes sense it would affect the hormones but it can cause erectile dysfunction and infections in the testicles yeah we don't want that oh prostate and the urethra so it can even cause infections which is crazy (laughs) jesus um and then in women it's kind of the same because it's also involving hormones but chronic stress can worsen PMS symptoms it can cause change in menstrual cycles which I think we all know because you're like oh my god I missed a period and it's like (laughs) are you just stressed out like yeah you must just be stressed like you're not pregnant you're stressed (laughs) Um, but it can also aggravate symptoms of menopause and decrease sexual desire as well so that that kind of sucks yeah but I feel like learning this kind of stuff is kind of confusing me because I think some of it is my period or some of it is, what is it then? Is it my ADHD? Is it my period? Mm -hmm. Is it trauma? What is it? Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) just like, are we just fucked? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's probably a combination of all of it. Yeah. So another another thing that I had was about the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. And... I think one thing that got me really, honestly, this is probably the very first thing that got me interested in this topic was this TikTok account. And I can't think of the name right now, but I'll find it and credit it. (laughs) But uh, it's this woman that does these somatic exercises in there. It's almost like yoga, but not like you can do it laying in bed, but it's different exercises that are supposed to release energy and like release trauma yeah like that but she talks a lot about the vagus nerve and i i keep seeing this over and over again in my research in this topic Mm -hmm. and that's like the main nerve that is connecting to if you think of it like tree branches it connects from um the spine like down to the abdomen Mm -hmm. and so it's like the longest like branch of nerves so yeah it's like connecting from your brain to your body basically Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of these treatments. It's like kind of like new science mm-hmm. treatment stimulating the vagus nerve. Like, like I saw this guy with like a vibrating, like, I don't know, device that he put. And it's starting from like your neck. Mm-hmm. Like, and, but anyway, the woman that I was talking about, one of her exercises is like stimulating the vagus nerve, which comes from like the tip of your ear to the bottom of your neck. And it's oh, just okay. like rubbing it. And that, like, makes you calmer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It actually does make nice. me feel calmer when I do it. Do you feel it? I feel calm. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's just the weed. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's crazy that, like, our body also makes us, because we were talking about the frontal lobe and stuff, uh-huh. it makes us forget trauma. So even if yeah. you don't think you have trauma... You might. Built up in your body, you might. Uh, and this actually happened to me before. Uh, yeah, you, you had never told me this story. Yeah, because I forgot Probably about you're it. you're still forgetting about it. Yeah. I forgot about it, and I still try to forget about it. But I was, one night, 
we were driving in an Uber in mm-hmm. in Los Angeles on the inter- I don't know what interstate it was, but we were driving and we were driving kind of far away, like it was for a Halloween party. And on the side of the road, there was like something bad had happened. Like mm-hmm. there was blood smeared everywhere. And then there was like a body cut in half. Oh my God. And we could see the legs, yeah. like the jean, like he was wearing jeans. And then we saw just like organs, like. Are you sure it was, like, real? Because it was Halloween? I'm just now thinking about that right now, now that I say it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure it was real because we looked up a news, like, if I can recall, we looked up a news story. And Kristen, I know you're listening. If that's not true, please tell me. But pretty sure we, like, looked it up later. And, like, our Uber driver saw it. And we saw it. And we were, like, traumatized from it. We were, like, oh. That's terrifying. My God. My brain Ugh. just completely blocked this out because my friends who I was with were telling someone this story mm-hmm. and I was like, what? And they were like, what do you mean? What? You were with us. And you're and like, I, was I wasn't like, there. <laughs> I was definitely not with you. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they'd go, they went into more detail about it. And then like all these memories came flushing back Jeez. into my brain. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot all about that. Like I literally yeah. blocked that out. That's scary. It looked real. I don't know. I mean, it yeah. could have been fake because these special effects are really good, but it looked real enough for us to freak out. Yeah. It. Yeah. Was there any, like, other people around or, like... It It, it was almost like it had just happened. Mm. And I... I don't... Maybe I'm getting my story... My brain... Like, speaking of trauma, my brain is just awful. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I almost want to say that, like something happened where this guy got like flung over the uh road sign like those big green signs and like pretty much got cut in half <gasps> by it oh god yeah trigger warning trigger post. warning sorry folks <laughs> telling it Shit. <laughs> oh my god i could just be making that up i don't trust my brain these days at yeah, all like, that could have been from a different story i read but i'm pretty sure we looked it up later and, and it was yeah. that mm-hmm. that's insane yeah but it's also crazy that you just completely blocked that out yeah and, like, just forgot all about it right like didn't even think it happened i was like no Wish you could forget how your ex-boyfriend cheated on you with your best friend after impregnating you? Or maybe you want to forget how you killed him and hid his body miles and miles from your house in an abandoned field. Well, now you can. Memorex uses your body's natural trauma response of forgetfulness to attack the parts of your brain that are remembering the trauma. Never think about it again. PTSD is gone after using Memorex. The best part is, it's non-invasive, and you can't feel a thing. Your doctor simply uses an insertion spring to snap a small rod into the back of your head. This rod sends signals to target the traumatic memories and store deep in the brain. And then, just like that, they're gone. Side effects include non-trauma memory loss, drowsiness, and sometimes death. Heal your body and your mind with Memorex. Start living your life today.
All right. So another thing I wanted to talk about, and I touched on this like a little, little bit, is two different types of trauma that therapists have come. It's not like definitions or terms, but it's kind of how how they've come to describe it is big T's and little T's. And so I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but the big T's are like a death in the family or something huge. Mm -hmm. And little T is like, maybe you switched careers. But, you know, I think it's like also everybody has their own feelings towards a traumatic event. So Mm -hmm. it's it's subjective, but big T's and little T's. And so I think my trauma or my PTSD is like a combination of a bunch of little T's. Oh, you have a big T in there. Yeah, maybe I have a few big T's, but it's it, that's what I mean. It's subjective. Because yeah. to me, I'm like, well, I didn't see somebody, my dad, get flung out of a window and get chopped in half, you know? Right. That would be a big T. People tea. see that stuff. Yeah. 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 That's true. I think that, too, like, yeah, like, death in the family, but I didn't see my child get shot in front of me. Yeah. You know, like, something like that. like, Or living through, like, a... Well, I did live through a shooting, kind of. Not a mass shooting, but... Mm. But, you know, like, something really, really fucking traumatic that has not happened to me. <laughs> like Yeah, like, we didn't go to war. Yeah, or... we, yeah, we didn't see people dying in front of us. And... I mean, my dad died in front of me, but well, it was in a hospital, so it's different. Right, not yeah. traumatically, I guess. Like, yeah. getting blown, blown up or something. Yeah. Did you see a man get split in half by a green interstate sign? Or maybe you saw your cat get decapitated after falling down your stairs. What if you saw your mom get abducted by aliens and probed in every orifice for hours on end? Did you have to watch a loved one get eaten alive by a flock of seven-foot rubber chickens? Memorex helps you forget these traumatic experiences. Think of it as a lobotomy, but safer and more targeted. Go to www.memorex.org to learn more. The spectrum of what trauma is has broadened, yes. is the point. Yeah. And our body, and we've discovered that our bodies can respond, even for the Lulties. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, COVID is kind of a trauma too. You know? Oh, yeah. And I think everyone was affected by COVID in some way or another. So that's, I saw a couple articles talking about, like, how to deal with that type oh, of trauma. yeah. And, Me too. Yeah, just breaking that down. So what kind what of... What can we do? Yeah, what kind of therapies did you find about, like, how to deal with this stuff? CBT is the first one. And this is basically a type of talk therapy which in more recent research I've seen is not the biggest help for trauma mm-hmm. or hasn't been proven to be. But CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy. And it basically talks people out of their negative spiraling thoughts. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, and I, it's like one of the most basic styles of therapy that like any therapist would learn. And I think it's not only, it, it, well, I know that it's not only for trauma. So, I think it would be helpful, but, like, in addition to some of these other ones that mm-hmm. we that we found. Have you ever heard of, like, energy healing? Yes, but tell <laughs> me more. <laughs> well, so 
energy, anything like energy related pretty much comes from traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. um, Because they started with like acupuncture and that's a form of energy healing. Oh, yeah. 80% of the fibers of the vagus nerves run from the body to the into the brain, meaning we can directly train our arousal system by the way we breathe, chant, move. And this is utilized in China and India in Mm -hmm. traditional medicines. Yes. Yeah, so they believe that our organs are all connected, which, you know, vagus nerve is in there too, but they have these things called meridian points. Mm-hmm. And it's like this invisible, so I don't know how, like, scientific it is. Like, like according to No. Um, kind of like chakras, but there's, like, 20 or something different mm-hmm. meridian routes, and it's, like, an invisible road to certain areas of the body that like energy flows in. So if, you know, there's certain, a certain meridian point that's disrupted, like the energy's not flowing through it, like it's blocked or something, energy work is supposed to help unblock that so that everything can flow through the body without getting built up, pent up and everything in one, in one area. So something like Reiki, you Mm -hmm. know, like, they don't even it that that was invented or developed in Japan, um, but that's supposed to help unblock this energy, restore the flow, help you heal like deep traumatic wounds and emotional blockages, and like they don't even really touch you with Reiki. Yeah. Um, same with like other different types of energy massages where the therapist will have like their hands above your body, not touching your body, but they can. They claim to like feel where energy is blocked and some people even say that they can feel vibrations like coming from the therapist's fingers like yeah even though they're not touching them they know like where they are on their body um, and it can heal like trauma anxiety distress all this stuff to kind of lessen those symptoms that are physical like the high blood pressure the anxiety the uh, nightmares and stuff so once you unblock all that stuff, they say that will get better with that because like the body holds on to trauma longer than the brain does. That's what they're kind of saying, which I believe it because yeah. I had a friend do an energy massage on me one time and this like part of my stomach was hurting really bad <laughs> and she was like working on that area more and I swear it didn't hurt after that though, like since forever today like it never hurt again you know i got a reiki session before but it was like with somebody that was training for it and i really do think it depends on how that like the vibration like without him touching me yeah so actually i found this on goop Mm -hmm. which is fitting (laughs) because whatever her name is is gwen yeah she's very into this (laughs) but um, she interviewed, or not she, she didn't interview, but someone who works at Goop interviewed this lady, Jill Blakeway. She has like a New York City practice with like all this healing energy work and stuff. But she interviewed her and she said something that kind of made me think it, it could be like legit. measurable and, and legit. Like she said, you know, um, energy fields in the body can be measurable. For instance, an electrocardiogram, EKG, mm-hmm. um, measures in, yeah, like it kind of, yeah. it kind of, it's a weak link, I feel like, but it does make sense. It does, yeah. To me, at least. 
Well, I researched another type of therapy that I feel like is recognized in the Western world of um, therapies. But now that we've been having this conversation, it kind of like reminds me of some of that like energy work and like the Eastern style. You had told me earlier that you heard about it too, which is EMDR. Yeah, my aunt um, was telling me about this. Yeah, she, so what she was she saying? That. Well, she was, I mean, she was, <laughs> she was like, my my stepmom was like, what's that? And my aunt was like, Google it. <laughs> but she, not in a mean way, but she was like, you should Google it. But it basically, she went through it for this one particular type of trauma she had. Yeah. And she said it helped her a lot. Like, it, she had, like, cured her, basically. Oh, that wow. Mixed with a mushroom trip. <laughs> she <laughs> said those two things, like, really helped. Oh, cure, we should like, definitely talk about uh, psychedelics at some point. Mm-hmm. Did she go into any detail about, like, what they did or... Probably, but I can't remember because my trauma from this weekend is too large. Yeah, I feel you. Hold anything else in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Good link there. Good link. Well, I uh, I actually found an excerpt from the book. The body keeps the score about it, and the doctor, the author, writes about what he did. So I was actually surprised by this, and I want to know your reaction. I'm. I'm going to read it. It's not too long. So he's he's seeing a patient. The background is he's seeing a patient who is trying to um, remember a really traumatic event in his life. Okay. okay. So during his second vi- visit, I introduced a procedure called eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. That's EMDR. Mm-hmm. I asked David to go back to the details of his assault and bring to mind his images of the attacks, the sounds he heard, the thoughts that had gone through his mind. Just let those moments come back. I asked him to follow my index finger as I moved it slowly back and forth about 12 inches from his eye. Within seconds, a cascade of rage and terror came to the surface, accompanied by vivid sensations of pain, blood running down his cheek, and then realization that he couldn't see. As he reported these sensations, I made an occasional encouraging sound and kept moving my finger back and forth. Every few minutes, I stopped and asked him to take a deep breath. Then I asked him to pay attention to what was now on his mind, which was a fight he had in school. I told him to notice and to say with that memory. Other memories emerged seemingly at random, looking for his assailants everywhere, wanting to hurt them, getting into barroom brawls. (laughs) Each time he reported a new memory and sensation, I urged him to notice what was coming to mind and resumed the finger movements. At the end of the visit, he looked calmer and visibly relieved. So it's like... Hypnotherapy. Yeah, 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 hypnotherapy. Yeah, okay, that that is coming back to me about my aunt's story. Yeah. How she did that, and she was basically able to, like, connect this one thing that happened to her when she was four years old. Oh, wow. Because she was, you know, it's like one of those things your brain probably blocks out. Mm-hmm. When she was four years old, and then connect it to her life today. Wow. And that, essentially, she was like, that's why I'm like this, and that's why I do this. Like, it... it pretty much healed her from that trauma. I want to try EMDR. Me too. I want to try that, and I want to try, like, a trauma yoga mm-hmm. class, which we were talking about. Yeah, so that's a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, trauma-informed yoga is what they call it. Okay. That's a new one that on the list of things to try. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's that idea of, like, body first, like, starting with the body to heal the trauma mm-hmm. rather than the brain to heal the trauma. Yeah, I think you need yeah. both, and it's yeah. – I think people forget that the body – there's always I always see those like stretches that 
like people have trauma in their hips and mm-hmm. it releases the trauma from yeah, there. Yeah, that's that, what I'm talking about, the somatic exercises. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's what I feel like I need. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's all really cool. Um, I believe, I mean, I believe in these different ways of therapy. Yeah. Like, I think they're, I think it's good to explore and just like try different things. I think there's a lot more to this life than we think. And I think energy is a big part of it. Yeah. So I'm into it. Yeah, me too. There's one more that I learned about. Can we do it? Yeah. That's somatic experiencing. And this is another doctor one, Peter Levine. And I was, I mean, this one, I was looking through the website and it gets kind of like culty almost the way that they're describing it. It's in a little vague, Mm. but basically the gist of it is it's like bottom up instead of top down, which means like go from the body first instead of the mind first to Mm -hmm. deal with the trauma. Mm -hmm. And he talks about like with animals, they deal with trauma in a better way than we do because like the fight or flight works for them and then the freeze works for them. But like, we have to be able to like feel those feelings in our body and be okay with them. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But I thought that one was interesting. And I think like, that's where like the somatic exercises come from. Mm -hmm. Like that you're seeing like those trauma release. Those are somatic exercises. I think so. Yeah, we do. I was Um, even like, I mean, I've seen, like, people cry from, like, yeah. getting stretched out or even getting energy work, yeah. and, like, they just start crying because, uh-huh. like, their emotional trauma is being released, and it's, like, coming to the surface. I think that's the idea of trauma-informed yoga, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I read about it, like, a lot of people, there are certain yoga poses that will make you cry, mm. and so that's why they have their, like, certain trainings for trauma-informed yoga, so that there are people that are, like, ready for when that happens or mm-hmm. if that happens and know like whether to use it as a tool or when to avoid it so we're gonna go to a trauma-informed yoga class yeah we'll tell you how it is <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you if our trauma is healed after that <laughs> we're gonna get some emdr yeah hypnotherapy mm-hmm. i want to i want a past life hypno reading oh that would be cool yeah i want that I want to get a reading, but in LA, I feel like there's so many frauds out there. there it's so are, hard to find, like the real to make ones. Money. Yeah, yeah. I just true. it's so we hard. need to find one in like Montana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to just take a we trip do. to Montana, or, like Wyoming. Some <laughs> like, lady in the woods. Yeah, a witch in the woods. Yeah, needs to heal us. Yeah. Road trip. Road trip Road to trip. Montana. Anyway. Well. Yeah, I mean, that that's like the gist of, of uh, the, we scratched the surface, really. We did. There's a lot yeah. more to go into, but that's the easiest, like, what we did. The gist. The that's gist the gist of, of it, it guys. Yeah, that's the and gist of it. We'll link some, some resources that we found. Mm-hmm. We're going to actually do that this time. I'm going to, you know, send some links to the some of the websites that I found so you guys can get some more info for yourselves. Yeah, but, I mean, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was... I know it's like kind of a deep, heavy, yeah, heavier subject than what we normally do. Yeah, but, but guys, we had fun like reading about it. Like it was all very, I want to say, interesting. Yeah, our, our fa- <laughs> relatable. Our favorite word, <laughs> guys. Please give us some options for other words that that we could use. Email of us a list of synonyms for interesting. <laughs> Email us a list of strong adjectives to describe. Yes. things that we like yeah because we we'd be saying the same words a lot but it's okay 
We just need to read more books. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was my highlight <laughs> of the week. Full circle. That was the Full highlight circle. of my Full week. Circle. I finished a book. What did you finish? Uh, Finley Donovan is Killing It. What's it that? was a book that my work read for book club, but I'm way behind because <laughs> it takes me forever to read a book. I It was about this. It was just like a cute like murder <laughs> book, like about this single mom who like thinks she accidentally murders someone. Oh, fun. Oh, like, fun. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> but she does have some involvement like in some way, but it, it was cute. It was a cute read. It wasn't my favorite book of all time, but... A good pool read, you know? Nice. Yeah. Laying by the pool, reading yeah. a book. Yeah. That's great. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> we're going to read more, too. Yeah, we're going to get smarter for you guys. Yeah. So. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so uh, much. Follow us on the social media. Mm-hmm. Um, do we even need to say it? Thank you so much, Pod. Thank you so much, Pod, on Instagram. Thank you so much, pod at gmail.com. Email us some shit. Thank Join us on threads. I think we put out one thread. We uh, have put out one thread. We'll, we'll get out. We'll get on there. We also are popping up everywhere you find your podcast. So share it to your friends. Find us on different platforms, whatever you want to do. Thank you so much.